Hello. Welcome to Cozy Podcast. Happy first day of Christmas, part two. I was like, it's not the first day of Christmas. Just for us. Well, yeah. No. Is it December 1st? Yeah. It is. Wow. Well, for those of you listening, you will be a week into Krimim. But for us, it's the first day of Krimim. Wow. Yeah, that's... I can't believe it's December already. I know. Jarring. I saw a meme earlier that was like... Um... March 2021 creeping up in three months. Me trying to process March of 2020 still. I think I sent that in the group chat. (laughs) Because it's... That's exactly how I feel. Because it's... I I don't know if I could go through another March. (laughs) But... Yeah, it's... It's... First day of Christmas. And I'm actually kind of feeling it. I've I've been <laughs> be closer. <laughs> I'm really close. It's like right in front of my nose. Okay. It just <laughs> looks like it's kind of anyway. We're trying out different mics. Yeah, so to hopefully make it sound a little better. We're trying, but we're poor. So, but I'm poor. But I'm poor. Um yeah, like I was saying it's it's December, and I'm actually kind of feeling it. I've been listening to some some lo-fi, jazzy Christmas sort of things, and it's it's been nice. Yeah, I was enjoyable. I listened to our squad Christmas um, playlist pretty much all day at work today. I <laughs> I gave Nat a challenge, so. For anybody who doesn't know our friend Nat, he likes to creep on everybody's Spotify. My mom of your... is calling us. Great. Or, well, my mom is calling me. I'm sorry. She returns. Oh, come here. Hi, Bella. Please don't sit there and just pant at me. Okay. It's the Trout Show. Here to pant. I mean, I would watch it. I don't think I would listen to it, though. I might listen to it. <laughs> I already listen to it all the time, and like, you know, not the best. It's like just entertainment wise all the time. Yeah, it's just that's just my life. Yeah. Anyway, that was a fun break Sorry. of me sitting in silence because I couldn't think of anything to say. Anyway, <laughs> we can cut that out. Yeah. Anyway, you were listening back to, to so our friend Nat likes to creep on everybody. Like, when on Spotify, if you're friends with people, you can, like, see what they're listening to. So, he likes to do that. 
and I gave him a challenge to <laughs> just keep a tally of every time he creeps on me on Spotify, and I'm just only listening to Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Aww. Because <laughs> I just, like, I do that. I, I'm i such a fucking goblin when it comes to listening to music, because I'll just be like, especially when I'm alone, I'll just, like, hear a song and be like, yeah, I'm really vibing with that. Let me just listen to it 16 times in a row mm. before I let it go on to the next song. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't know why. I just, I can't I do just... that. Gotta, gotta mix it up. I think that's what helps me appreciate every individual song that I mm. hear is just, like, mixing it up a lot. So, yeah, I could... I, I couldn't do that. I know the one album you were listening to for a long time, it's just like what I associate that with. And I was like, I couldn't do that. It's. I just, I do that so much with music. A, because I'm uncultured piece of trash. And I just like <laughs> don't find new music ever because that's just, I'd hate doing that. I don't know. I like, if I start to listen to a song, like when I'm trying to find new music, if I like, if it doesn't just, like, grab me immediately, I'm like, I'm bored. I don't care anymore. So it's hard for me to find new music. Basically, I just only find new music through you guys. That's fair. <laughs> like, you present it to me, and I'm like, okay. I So I just, like, go on loops of just listening to the same shit literally always. Because I just don't know how to find new music. The way I find new music is basically Spotify is like, hey, this might be interesting See, to you. I try to and do like the I, Discover like, playlist and stuff, and then I just like I get bored. I just put it on in the background, and I don't like hyper focus on it. So every once in a while, I'll, you know, hear something, and I'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm really vibing with this. I'll just save this for later. And, so, like, if I don't vibe with it, it's fine. Yeah. See, just I guess move. for me, it's just, like, I, when I'm listening to music, I pretty much am listening to it because yeah. it's there to keep me from, any background no background noise ever is there to keep me from having thoughts. Mm. So I have to be listening to it. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I rarely am just, like, having, like, just background noise. It's, like, at the forefront of yeah. your your brain activity. Because yeah. if I'm wanting to think, like, actually think about other stuff, I can't have music, mm. usually. I can have Or if music, I do, it has like to be, instrumental. like, instrumental, and it has to fit the mood of whatever I'm thinking about, which is a struggle. Yeah. Well, that's what helps me, is because, like, I don't need to think to do a lot of things. <laughs> See, I just, like, my brain never shuts the fuck up, so if I don't have something else to focus on, I'm just focusing on how everything is awful, mm. and I'm having too many thoughts all the time. That's fair. I get that when I'm alone and it's quiet, but it, I don't know. It it comes in, in waves, like, mm. that's what I would call an anxiety attack. So... <laughs> That's just I mean, my day-to-day. -day. <laughs> like, all the time is probably, like, not not good. But that's why sometimes even, like, that will overpower music, and then that's when I have to listen to podcasts or live streams or something and have, like, an actual person talking at me, so I'm, like, having a dialogue in my brain about a thing instead of just lyrics, because 
it also gets to the point where if A, I don't know the lyrics to whatever I'm listening to, so I can't sing along with it and then have that occupy my brain, or if I just like don't care about whatever I'm listening to, then I just will go off on that brain won't shut the fuck up Yeah. thing. That's understandable. If I was like driving or something that wouldn't require a bit more focus, then I would definitely have to have something that really you know, speaks to me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, like, even when I'm drawing, I'll just zone out. Like, I'm so focused on doing whatever I'm doing on the screen. It's just like, ah, I can hear the music and, you know, sometimes it'll just, like, get through to me. But most times I'm like, ah, I'll just have it in the background. It's mm -hmm. fine. Yeah, I just, like... My brain is never silent. <laughs> yeah. I can skip a few songs if I'm not really feeling it or if I, like, particularly don't like it. But if I'm, like, indifferent, I just leave it. It's fine. But, yeah, it's just a struggle for me to find new music that I... Because I'm like, I want to really vibe with this. So then I, like, get on the Discover playlist or whatever and then skip, like, ten songs. And then I'm like, well, I'm tired of doing this. So I guess I'll just go listen to whatever i've been listening to forever <laughs> yeah that's why that's why i think it's really good to have we have an amalgamation playlist that i've been kind of biting into again because yeah. it's fun and yeah. i think nat it's like, and brie have added some more yeah i add lately. stuff to it every once in a while there's like it's several days long yeah it's it's a very long big list. playlist. And if I'm not particularly like vibing to the specific song that's on, I'll, I'll skip it or skip, yeah. I'll skip a couple because like... Yeah. I end up skipping a lot. Just there's like, there's so much on there that like sometimes there's, I like most of what's on there. Mm -hmm. Not all of it. That's <laughs> With a playlist that long by so yeah. many people, that's just bound to happen. Yeah. But like... There's so many different vibes yeah. on there. So like just to to kind of depending on your mood, mood, it's like, okay, I'm not I'm not feeling this right now. I've got to skip a couple till you get to something where you're like, okay, yeah. this, this is my vibe right now. Yeah. That's, I think that's why I've just been listening to like YouTube has a lot of uh, lo-fi, mm -hmm. Christmas vibe, whatever. Yeah. And I just keep putting that on because it's calm. It's nice. Yeah. I do like a lot of... So, okay. I... Christmas music is kind of a struggle, right? Mm -hmm. Because I genuinely like most of the songs. Mm -hmm. But I hate... If... Like... Kind of a general rule across the board is if it's being played in a store, like on a store's playlist or channel or whatever, it's a shitty cover. And yeah. it shouldn't exist, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> They're just, like, every cover of every Christmas song I listen to, like, there are some of, like, the older kind of classic ones that are public domain now, so they're on basically everything, and those are fine. But, like, every, like, every free cover, whatever, that stores have access to, or they pay little to no money for them, like, to play it in there, there's just, I hate all of them. Yeah. But, like, our playlist that we put together for our Christmas one, there's, like, a few songs that I just don't like the song. Mm -hmm. 
yeah on there that i'll skip every once in a while but like most of them i really like yeah it's just like a struggle of like oftentimes when i start to hear christmas music it's being played in stores and stuff because they start to play it super early and it's just like it's not fun i hate christmas music but then i turn on i like will complain about the christmas music playing out on the floor and then i go into receiving and turn on my own christmas music (laughs) (laughs) well it's like it's like country music anytime i hear country music on the radio i'm like this sucks this is awful and then i'll go home and i'll listen to like my own country music like fucking jolene or whatever and i'm like this is this is a bop so give me some dolly parton some reba yeah it's it's great yeah i'll listen to jolene and fancy all the time but i won't listen to modern country music because it's not fun but yeah and i think you definitely get get the uh the brunt of the overwhelming christmas crap because you work in retail shouts out to all my retail bitches yeah we're all going through misery (laughs) (laughs) you survived black friday during a pandemic i well here's the thing i'm fortunate to work in receiving so i didn't see any customers all day on friday (laughs) good good pretty much i like i rarely am out on the floor anymore which is like i do because i love being a bookseller i do like actually interacting with customers for the most part like when i get to actually have conversations with people but just the general retail bullshit i hate (laughs) that's fair just annoying yeah like today for example i'd like went out I went to customer service to clock out for lunch. Like, I have my shit in my hands. And, of course, that's when a customer comes up and is like, I need you to tell me where all these board games are. And I'm like, literally, they're right behind you. <laughs> Did Bitch, you I want to eat. <laughs> Did you look at all? <laughs> well, that's no, like- it was this lady. She specifically was like, she was, you know, Christmas shopping for people. And she had Settlers of Catan in her hands. And she was like, my daughter asked me for Settlers of Catan. Is this it? And I just am like, it, Dude. Liter- it literally says that Dude. On, <laughs> on the box. Like, I don't know. If you... <laughs> I don't... I, w- I would have just been like, lady, if you can't read, I think you're in the wrong store. <laughs> God, I wish I could see people so bad. I would, I would be so awful with that because I just... I can't hold back. See, you say that, but you, I have never once in my life seen you interact with a stranger without a customer service voice <laughs> and being like the most polite person. <laughs> it's all a front. <laughs> I've also never really encountered like a Karen moment. I don't think that you would like actually say anything. I know you too well. Stop telling the internet I'm squishy. (laughs) A Karen would yell at you and you would probably cry. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Burst into tears. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) I'm not happy about it, but you're probably right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Calling me out on my own fucking podcast. <laughs> what are friends for? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just like customers in, in general, fucking annoying. It's hard to deal with because it's. I feel like so many people take their anger issues out on people who are in service like mm. that and i feel like it's it's just it's absolutely not right yeah because these people are not your punching bags it's also just like people i like i gotta wonder how many people just like don't have manners at all or like just for some reason think that people in the service industry are not worthy of you using your manners just like people being generally just rude yeah i i just i don't understand that mindset that people in the service industry are below you yeah because literally they work so hard well, and also, if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that the entire country falls apart if the people on the bottom in the service industry are not there, so. Yeah. All the rest of y'all can quit working for months or whatever, and, you know, the country can keep moving, but, like, people in stores and shit <laughs> and selling you food? Nah, fam. I feel like this entitlement just, like needs to go away honestly and i think that people in these industries should be allowed to respond like a person yeah do you okay there used to be it is very sadly closed now but there used to be like a nerd pub in fort collins that we would go to and they would have like Oh, I forget what it was called, but they would have like a special day. I think they did it once a week or once a month where basically the employees were around, allowed to react like assholes to any customers that were assholes to them. And in part, it was like a fun thing where you could go in and just kind of like heckle the wait staff so that they would be shitty to you. And it was like funny. But also if somebody was like genuinely being an asshole, they could just be like, hey, fuck you, douchebag, and not get in trouble for it. Honestly, and I, I feel think like everyone should be allowed to do that. Just always. I, I agree because it's just it's a human reaction and yeah. i feel like that's part of humanity like, like and i'm not even saying that like i should be able to be like hey fuck you douchebag to every asshole who comes into the store but like i would like to be able to say the petty things <laughs> that i want to say or the like passive aggressive things that i want to say without like my job being in jeopardy exactly yeah i feel like you should be able to respond like a person also, just like Among when people, people ask stupid questions, I want to give them stupid answers. <laughs> like, I, when I'm yeah. walking around, and I have my name tag, and I'm, like, moving store shit around, and somebody comes up and goes, do you work here? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just in it for the fashion. <laughs> nah, I'm just wearing the name tag and moving this shit around in this store for giggles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do find that, like, really stupid. Because, like, I've never asked 
a like person I, if I they know, worked there. Like, they're not trying to ask a stupid <laughs> question, but I'm always just like, that's such a stupid question. Yeah. I always say, Let me give you a pointer. <laughs> if you're trying to get attention from a retail employee, just go, hi, can I ask you a question? <laughs> also, every time somebody comes up to me and they're like, I'm looking for a book, and I just want to be like, no shit. <laughs> oh my god, in a bookstore? <laughs> Wild. You're in the wrong store. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Like, again, no, they're not, like, trying to ask a stupid question. They're just, like, <laughs> they're trying to just... open a dialogue, but it's like, uh, no, shit, you're looking for a book. You're in a bookstore. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I the amount of stupid questions that you get on a daily basis is probably, like, astronomical. <laughs> Also, when I'm selling somebody a membership, but I've told them like six times that it costs money, and then I get to that like them paying, and they're like, "Wait, does it cost money?" I want to be like, "Yeah, bitch, <laughs> you signed the thing that says it costs money." <laughs> I don't know why oh, I told you like six times. Yeah, I make a point to say a it several times every time I give the spiel because I know you're not listening. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, and, <from> him. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just see, this is what happens when we just don't have like plot points <laughs> planned out. I mean, it's been all over the place, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> That's what podcasts are, right? Yeah. I think I yeah I think that especially during this season, everybody's. Really high strung. Just fucking be nice to people. It's not that hard. Yeah. It for real. Just it blows my mind that people in the service industries can't say things like that. Like they're not allowed to unless their job is going to be in peril. Right. And I think that's very wrong. Yeah. Like because I'm not they're even... literally just being abused. Yeah. I'm not even asking to like cuss out customers as fun as that would be. But like, right. But just you know. to respond and be like, dude, that's no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway. I feel like service industry people have earned the right to be sassy, you know? I agree. <sighs> so, what? It, it literally started snowing today, December 1st. <laughs> I wondered this that because it didn't, at least not that I saw it. There's no windows in receiving. I'm just in a box. Yeah. And sometimes I open the door and the sun is gone. <laughs> but that's always like shocking Disturbing. around this time of year because I'll like, I go take out the trash periodically. And like, you know, at one point I'll be outside at like three o'clock. And then at five o'clock when the UPS guy comes to pick up, I open the door and it's dark out. And I'm like, what? What happened? <laughs> like, I, just, I don't see the transition. So it's like yeah. when you go to the movies and it's daytime, but then you walk yeah. out and it's nighttime and you're like, what oh the my fuck? God. How that long have I been there? to be like every day. <laughs> Good Lord. It's, it's a little jarring. Yeah. But I wondered that because... I don't think it snowed at work, but there was, like, the roads were wet when I was on my way home, and I was like, huh, did the thing happen? Yeah, it was just, like, a little tiny bit of snow, and it didn't really stay around, but 
I was <laughs> so my dad and I are doing work on the basement. I was carrying several buckets of water up the stairs so I could pour it onto the very dead grass because I didn't want our drain to get too overwhelmed. It was literally, I was telling Cal earlier, it was literally just like we were stooges. Like, <laughs> we <laughs> were working on the plumbing because it's old and it's, like, galvanized, so it needs to be replaced. And <laughs> fucking, we, we got, we turned the main water valve off, or we thought we did. And it just, like, it kept going for some, for one, whatever reason, the hot water turned off, but the cold water just continued. So my dad, like, <laughs> he is cutting a part of the board to put on the wall. And it's this huge, like, literally whiteboard material. I bring it in to, I help him bring it in to the laundry room and I'm just kind of like in the corner with the board <laughs> like just holding it while he's trying to like measure out where the faucets are because we can't like figure it out until the board is like right up against the wall and this pipe is still leaking <laughs> and we just like hung a bucket on it and he's like okay take the bucket off and he he takes the bucket off. So I'm just shoving this board against the wall while there's just water just falling everywhere, all over the wood downstairs. <laughs> just like everywhere. He marks it, drills it super fast, and we put the wall on and. <laughs> or he marks it, and then we're just kind of like scrambling to figure out what to do with all this water that's happening so he like wraps his finger in duct tape and like takes the duct tape off his finger and like shoves it in the in the pipe with the water and it stops for like three seconds and then rockets out of the pipe hits him along with like a huge like bolt of water <laughs> And luckily, I was, like, behind the board. <laughs> so I I was protected that time. And he's like, this isn't working. So he just, like, grabs a towel and, like, shoves it at it. So it doesn't, it doesn't stop leaking, but it stops pouring on him <laughs> for a second. We get the wall on. And, uh... Or, wait... We, to get the wall on, we had to take the towel off. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I took the towel off and again, we got sprayed just, and this time I got soaked. So we just, it was a disaster. <laughs> I, there are two things I hate with the manual labor jobs that my dad has me do. And that's digging. I hate digging and I hate plumbing. Plumbing is the worst because you always end up wet. It's awful. <laughs> Anybody who says they they don't do windows has never dug anything with a shovel in their life. <laughs> it fucking sucks. 
Yeah, like once you, especially here, because the ground yeah. is so dry and awful that like you it get you get like two inches down and it's just clay. Yeah, it's just like it's solid. So... You might as well be trying to dig through fucking concrete. Yeah, I literally, I have broken one of my boots by trying to dig because I. Oh god, one of the dogs just ripped one. <laughs> I like shoved the shovel down into the dirt and I got past like the layer of dirt got to the clay and was jumping on the shovel with my full force and it like bent the like metal rod in my boot that keeps it like level on my foot it bent it so anytime I put on that shoe it was just very tight (laughs) but yeah, that's what I did today. It was not fun. It's funny now. <laughs> so, okay, if you guys are two of the three stooges, which one are you? I'd probably be Curly. Like. Fair. <laughs> yeah, you know. For the. Well, since you guys can't see, Kate just pulled in her curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> Which is currently curly because you took a shower today. (laughs) I washed myself because I took a previous shower that was not very fun. (laughs) That's why you were so cold. I was freezing because our basement is concrete and freezing. I got sprayed with cold water and my clothes did not dry for a while. And then I came upstairs to warm up and I just like didn't move. (laughs) So Kat got home, stole the shower from yeah, me. I used all the hot water. <laughs> you didn't tell me you needed one. No. I, it was totally my fault because I procrastinated getting in the shower. I was also, like, oh, like just... you should know by now that if I get in the shower before you, then you're just not going to have any hot I water left. I didn't know you were going in the shower. I thought you were pooping. Oh. Well, I was pooping before I got oh, in the shower. Well, so see. <laughs> You gotta poop before you get in the shower. You don't want to poop after your shower. That just, like, ruins the shower. Yeah. Don't poop in the shower, either. Yeah, definitely don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a bad time. (laughs) Imagine, like... Imagine getting in the shower, and not only, like, you gotta, like, pull hair out of the drain, but then there's just, like, a turd in there. (laughs) (laughs) The turd in the shower is just me. I do that all the time. I have to pull myself out of the shower. <laughs> uh, so what? what is your favorite Christmas tradition? Hmm. I think watching Christmas movies yeah. with whoever... I always will, like, watch movies with my mom or, like, we watch movies together. It's just, like, good bonding time. It really is. It's, like, there's no stress. You just vibe in. You, you get, get some cozy. snacks. You watch some just, like, old nostalgic movies. You wrap up in your blankie. Oh, yeah. You comment on how, like, kind of racist they are. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, Rudolph Rudolph is 
is very sexist. I I have a meme from Rudolph saved on my phone, I think, and it's just like uh, abnormalities aren't great until they're mo- monetized or something. Yeah. Like aren't seen as valuable until they're monetized. Yeah, or useful. I just always think about the fucking scene in Rudolph where, like, Rudolph is gone and um, Donner is like, oh, I have to go find him. And Mrs. Donner, because she doesn't even have a name, and Clarice are like, we'll come help you. And Donner's like, no, this is man's work. And then goes and gets fucking captured by the snow monster. He's not even a man. Right? <laughs> He's Even Stitch is an asshole in that movie, though. Yeah. I mean, it's not a... It's not. It's, it's not a so mean. <laughs> it's just like... Like, I almost watch it out of obligation. I'm like, yeah, I gotta watch Rudolph. <laughs> like, I enjoy it for nostalgia reasons, but then the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, this is bad. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's awful. Like, except for Hermie. Everyone is awful except for Yukon Cornelius. Yes. Wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. No movies can stand up to Klaus anymore it really because can. it it's gorgeous. It has a lovely, sad but wholesome story, yeah, and I just, it's. I like. I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, I can't watch wait to Klaus watch Klaus. Again. <laughs> I do, though. I also really love the Polar Express. Yeah, I, I also love the Polar Express. Uh, my family has a um, specific movie that we watch every Christmas. It's, like, mandatory. It's the Muppet Christmas Carol mm-hmm. with Michael Caine, and it's fantastic. <laughs> I just, I love it so much. It's a classic, honestly. I had never seen that one until I watched it with you. It has music in it yeah. that is just so good. <laughs> I also really like the original Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Uh, the the remake was on today, and because our TV is astronomically loud, I got to listen to the whole thing while I was working on the basement. <laughs> while I was sawing a pipe in the basement, I could still hear... Our TV upstairs on the other side of the house. Too goddamn loud. Yeah. <laughs> That's just. You know what, what I think is interesting with. about the two is you would think the older one would be more like Christian centric, but it's not. No, the new one the is. The newer one is. Yeah. Which is like, I mean. It doesn't surprise me that either of them is, but it. I think it's it interesting that it's the newer that, one and yeah, not the older one. Versus the two of them. Because if it's like, if I remember correctly, with the newer one, the way that the little girl convinces the court that Santa deserves to be let free or whatever. I haven't seen the newer one in a long time because I don't like in it as God much. In God, we is trust. Because, yeah, she yeah. like circles yeah. that on the dollar bill or whatever mm-hmm. and the judge is like, you right, Jesus, goodbye, have, go be Santa. Whereas in the original one, they like prove that Trout, please, that <laughs> he's like the real Santa by 
all the mail and all of the mail that was like being sent to him yeah. to santa claus which makes a lot more sense to me instead yeah. of just being ha for god yeah like it makes a lot more sense to be like well obviously the the post office which is a government entity recognizes this man as santa claus so obviously he's the real santa claus yeah also it's just cute yeah um, honestly i think one of my favorite things about christmas is santa yeah. Just this idea of this character who is basically a a backer for kids to like yeah. You know, he's he's supportive of children no matter where they come from or anything. I think that kids kind of need like a superhero. Yeah, that's why like it's it's not really a Christmas movie, but I always think of it as a Christmas movie. The Rise of the Guardians movie, yeah. because Santa is such a... It's not, it doesn't even take place during Christmas. It's, no. like, mostly during Easter, but for yeah. some reason I just associate it with Christmas. But, like, the idea of, like, the Guardians of Childhood mm-hmm. just is... I mean, exactly it's that. So Being, like, wholesome. these characters who are there to, like, support kids and, protect and make sure that they get and... to keep their innocence and their imagination. But also, that is, like... My absolute favorite version of Santa. Honestly, is yeah. like vagabond Russian tattooed Santa from Rise of the Guardians. I do really like the Klaus one. Same, I do. They're now, like they're kind of similar. They though. are very similar, and I do really like the the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Both of those Santas mm-hmm. were pretty good. Yeah. I hate Tim Allen, so yeah. now that Santa is ruined, even though I thought that he was a really good Santa. Yeah, it's such a bummer because those, at least the first one, I don't really remember the other ones very well, but I liked the first Santa Claus movie, but yeah. Tim Allen is such a piece of shit. Like, it's just kind of ruined, ruined, and I don't want to watch them yeah. anymore. Same. So, I I don't really want to watch them, but I, I do love Santa as a character. I just he's absolutely one of my favorite characters in mythology or anything really he's just wholesome and good and I think that kids need that feeling of support you know yeah I was thinking about this earlier too though because I was like while I was listening to our um squad grimace playlist um we have a lot of the polar express songs on there and I always just think about the one kid, the poor kid in that movie who was like, I don't really believe in Santa because I'm poor and I've never gotten presents before. Yeah. So, like, I, I always kind of think about that. Yeah. Like, how poor kids know, poor kids don't really have that character, yeah. even though they might believe in Santa or maybe they still get something, depending on their home life. But, like, everybody else is, like, getting something yeah. from Santa. And then there's the poor kid who's like, I got I mean- to eat. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> like, yeah. That is, it's very upsetting. Yeah. That like, especially since those are the kids who kind of need it the most. Yeah. And they don't really get that. I think that's why every time I watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special, it gets more and more valid. It's like, I'm so very tired of the consumerism. Yeah. And like, the thing with Santa is giving gifts is a very large part of Christmas, but I think it would be very beneficial 
to many people to spend their Christmas in different ways. Yeah. Like, just just being with your family is great, but I have always wanted to volunteer, and not, not just during Christmas, but, like, sp- especially during Christmas, you know? I think that it's important to have this feeling of generosity mm-hmm. and not just expressing that in a monetary way. Yeah. I get you. That's just like, I mean, we've already talked about this on two other episodes, but the just the hardest thing about Christmas is the more, it, like, it becomes more commercialized every year. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard to get away from that because you do want to, like, give gifts to those you love, but it's also, like, I don't want to contribute to all of this either. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's hard to balance it. And obviously this year I can't really volunteer because <laughs> I ain't leaving the house. Um, can't do shit. Yeah. You know what else? Just like, because I was thinking about the Christmas music again. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, okay. You know in um, uh, A Holly Jolly Christmas, there's like the one line where it's like, the mistletoe is hung for all to see. Someone waits for you, kiss her once for me. That's weird. To be like, hey, kiss your wife for me. <laughs> saucy <laughs> like <laughs> is that not weird i think that's funny <laughs> just like i mean it could be taken like a like a give her a hug for me but it's a little more intimate yeah <laughs> so that's weird <laughs> that is funny it's just <laughs> i just was like i was listening to that song and one of um one of the managers was in the back with me at the time he was just like packing stuff up and we hadn't been talking to each other and i just heard that line in the song and i just looked at him and i was like you know what and he was like what and i was like that's fucking weird right <laughs> like that's so weird to be like hey kiss your wife for me and i like, winked at him and he was like oh god you're right that was weird <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> <laughs> Like that is just weird. When I just get into like rabbit holes in my brain where I just overthink shit like that. See, this is why I have to have things going on so I don't just like keep thinking. Hmm. <laughs> That's fair. I saw one. <laughs> I saw a TikTok today that was pure gold, where uh, this guy was doing a cover of the Michael Bublé cover of um, Santa Baby. <laughs> But he made it, like, really, like, just, like, really awkward where he's, like, hitting on Santa, but he's not, like, he's, like, trying not to be, he's trying to be, like, no homo about it, but it just keeps getting more homo. It's just, it's brilliant. I love it. I just, I think that's so funny. Like, Michael Blue Blay is a coward. Right? Not hoeing out for Santa? What the fuck? Come on. Come on. If you're going to, honestly, if you're going to do a cover of Santa Baby, be prepared to hoe out for Santa. Like, that's the whole point of the song. (laughs) 
just yeah just go for it man right <laughs> no that'd be gay no homo santa <laughs> can't be homo to a, a non real historical figure okay. but also just <laughs> again brain rabbit hole how uncomfortable is that for santa like you you go in everybody's house you just doing your job you're like man i can't wait can't wait to get back to the missus and then like <laughs> half the houses you go to there's somebody just like being horny for you santa's just like santa's got married man <laughs> santa's just like this old man with a wife and he's people just out here simping for him <laughs> waiting up in lingerie like oh santa and he's like i'm just here to deliver toys <laughs> what kind of toys you got ah! <laughs> none for you bitch <laughs> it's only cold <laughs> she'll be like santa you got the wrong guy wait for krampus <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> Santa's just trying like, to imagine do his job. You're just like at work and there's just all these hoes out of here. <laughs> it's like, you need me. You're just like, I just want to give you stuff. <laughs> I'm here to deliver to the children. You need me. You said Poor Santa. I don't think he's poor. <laughs> you gotta have lots of money to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Like, where is Santa where is Claus is coming funds? to town, right? There's, like, the family of the, the, the dwarves. Whatever. Elves. <laughs> people. Who just, like, live in the woods. In the mountains. Yeah. Just building toys for however... Like, where are they getting the supplies to build their toys since they can't go to town? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> they go out and they chop their own fucking wood. <laughs> I mean, what about every, like all the... Like, where they... How they make it? Nails? And make your own nails. And, like, paint Don't be in the middle <laughs> of the fucking frozen wasteland. Make your own nails. <laughs> They conjure magic nails. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think we were supposed to think of the logistics of Santa Claus. See, this is why I just need my brain to shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> we're supposed to be busy thinking about how the Germans are awful. You're right. <laughs> what? That's the whole, like, that movie is, like, anti-German property. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess I... I have not seen that movie in a long time, and I also, like, did not remember half of it, because, yeah, now I'm just thinking of the villain. Yeah. Burgermeister Meister Burger. <laughs> fucking name, man. Because... That's the Burger King's real name. <laughs> Burger King's a Nazi? Oh my god. This is why I can't enjoy media. <laughs> <laughs> you just think about it too much. I think about it too much. 
I also get like needlessly upset every time I watch Rudolph and I'm like, but the deer, the girl deer is supposed to have horns. <laughs> well, obviously they don't they, even look like reindeer. They are not modeled after caribou like at all. So they don't look like reindeer at all. They look like white-tailed deer. Yeah. You know what's one though, like one of the old claymation ones that I actually do like for whatever reason, is the little drummer boy. Yeah. It, I watched it, I think last year we watched it during our our annual Christmas movie marathon. I don't remember a whole lot about it, to be honest. I just, like, I don't retain anything. Head empty. Head empty? You don't like it that way? I don't like it. <laughs> I wish head it was empty. Bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I feel like I always liked the little drummer boy. A, because I like the song. B, because, like, I just relate to Aaron. Like, the animals hate everywhere. people just want to wander around in the desert with my animal friends and my drum. I mean, and that's just relatable. Vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. The... One of the old claymation ones is, uh, which one is that? Where, uh, the heat miser and the snow miser. I've actually never seen that one. It's good. Ah, fuck. What is it called? I know what you're talking about, but I've actually, I've never seen it. Yeah, it's. I've been seeing so many people like dressing up as the heat miser and the cold, the snow miser, and I'm like, that's that's so cute. <laughs> it's honestly so cute. We should watch it. It's a good one. It's a classic. Also, Mrs. Claus in that movie gets shit done. I just remembered. Do you remember that fucking awful one that we watched last year about the the horse who wanted to be a reindeer? God, oh, what's that one called? Elliot. Elliot, Elliot. yeah. Elliot. I just remember, like, why is Mrs. Claus so thick? Santa Mrs. is coming, coming this year. <laughs> That's one of the quotes that needs to, like, go into the yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> I need, I think I'm going to start it next year, is do, just write down quotes adamantly yeah. about what we all do <laughs> or write, write down quotes that we say during the year and then at just the end of the year them. just have a fucking drinking game <laughs> yeah <laughs> whoever said this has to drink it <laughs> <laughs> whoever gets it wrong has to drink that movie was weird though it was wild just like you know you ever go down just a netflix rabbit hole and you're like i'll just watch this movie and it like the art it looks kind of cute, cute so it might be good or it might just be horrible it was and bad you never, it was bad it was just like weird <laughs> it was pretty to look at it was very pretty but uh, he like, was like Elliot, was like good. the the horse was very cute yeah the reindeer looked kind of weird yeah they were but, very stylized yeah the 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 movie was cute to look at but the story is awful well it's like a cute premise because it's like this little farm horse that just wants to be he wants to be on like santa's team which already happened with annabelle's christmas with annabelle's wish uh excuse me well and it was a cow she was a cow not a horse 
well, too bad. <laughs> the whole fucking story already happened. <laughs> and it was more sad and more meaningful. <laughs> but yeah, like, cute premise of just a little farm pony who, like, he helped, like, train the reindeer or whatever. And then he wanted to be on the team. But then the reindeer made fun of him because he's a tiny little pony. Yeah. It was, like, a cute premise, but then it was just, like, this is weird. Yeah. It, just, <laughs> it was like, all over the place. Yeah, it was really all over the place. And there was the, uh, the goat that just kept eating everything. I, it was wild. Yeah. And Mrs. Claus was, like, real fucking thick. She was dummy thick for no fucking reason. <laughs> there were other female characters not as thick as Mrs. Claus. Like, that's not the equivalent to making her a fat old lady. She was thick. Like, they just, instead of making her fat, they just put all the fat in her, her butt cheeks. Yeah. And her thighs. She just, literally she had, thick. like, Pixar mom ass. Yeah. Like, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> the animation was cute, though. Yeah. It was the story pretty was to cool. look at. Yeah. You could screenshot it and be it would be cute, but yeah. like that's all it's good for. Yeah. <laughs> Animation team did a real good job. <laughs> Story team I think that would have been one of those movies that would be fun to just like mute it and then we do the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that this year. <laughs> spike some eggnog and let's do it. <laughs> I don't like eggnog. Well, spike your fucking cider then. <laughs> Put spirits in my hot cocoa. <laughs> Put spirits in your alcohol. <laughs> Put some alcohol in your alcohol. <laughs> so you can drink while you drink. <laughs> but yeah. I, I always get excited this time of year because just everywhere deer are popping up. <laughs> and half of them like, are not reindeer but i'm like i don't care <laughs> it's deer <laughs> i see I, I know what you meant but i'm just imagining like actual deer everywhere that just, would be like, wonderful like, popping out of the ground <laughs> just, just, like, they're just like growing by the antlers just <laughs> <laughs> very audible <laughs> <laughs> and it's a deer that would definitely be my favorite time of year. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the the fact that just about every holiday has, like, an animal that goes with it. Like, Halloween has black cats and bats and, you know, creepy crawlies, ravens and crows and spiders or whatever. Christmas has... Uh, Deer, mainly deer, and polar bears, and polar bears, and yeah. penguins, yeah. Anything and snowy, burbs. yeah. Burbs, Burb. I want to go look at the burbs at Target. <gasps> yes. Like, okay. Any of my fellow bitches out here who just love Target for no fucking reason, <laughs> like they have the little birds that they have for all the holidays. All they like started up. this a couple years ago, where they just like have all these little birds, and they're so fucking cute. They just got their little clothes, and they all have names. I just I love looking at the little birds, even though I, I don't I can't buy any more of them because I don't have anywhere to put them. But yeah, do. You 
Do you know the name of your bird in your car? Mine actually, okay, so mine is like from the first year they started doing it. They didn't have little name tags yet, but oh. his name is Petey. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a little crow in my car and he sits on my dashboard and he has a top hat. His name is Dapper. And he has a little safety pin mustache because it got too hot in your car and his, and his beak, beak fell, off. fell off. And he looked mildly <laughs> perturbed about it. Oh. Just like it, in the position that he's in, it just looked like he was looking down at his beak on the dash like, like oh. oh no. <laughs> like oh, when your geez. ice cream falls out of the car. <laughs> That's literally just like what it looked like. But yeah, I love those birds. They're just so, They're so cute. cute. What's what's the Valentine's Day mascot? I don't like know. Bears. I hate, I hate Valentine's Day. I don't really care about it's it just either. Like really, it, it. Easter has lambs and like bunnies, and that's fun. Chickens. Chickens. Chicks. Uh, Thanksgiving and like fall. Things have the turkey and foxes are very mm-hmm. common. I just love seasonal animal things. Yeah. I think it's fun. But yeah, I'm like, I'm getting into the vibes. Yeah. And it's nice. I hope it doesn't leave because usually it does just like immediately leave. I know. See, and that's part of the reason that again, like I, I don't like... Christmas is just needs to stay in its lane because like you get excited too early and then it's just like then you're all burnt out by yeah, the time Christmas actually shows up. Yeah, exactly. Like you go too hard into the beginning and then it's just like, well, now I'm this sucks. Now I'm tired. I'm over it. Yeah. Like, and then it it's just it's not the same. Yeah. Maybe this year because so much shit has happened this year that it's just been chaos for literally everyone that I know so I hope that this year is very calm and we all really start to appreciate what we do have and appreciate the people that we still have I'm like, I'm glad that I'm getting into the vibes, though. Because just, you know, we've we talked about this on one another episode. But, like, a couple weeks ago, I just was, like, so angry about Christmas. And I was like, I don't even want to celebrate it this year because I'm just so mad about all of this bullshit. I'm so tired of it. So, and I was, like, worried that I wouldn't actually get into the vibe. Yeah. But I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Which is good. I don't want to not feel it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's very valid. I think it's it's hard to balance it when you've got so much going on and, you know, Christmas is very overwhelming right out of the gate. But it's very interesting to me how easily music puts me in a completely different mindset. Right. I really do think it's just, like, the music, the calm Christmas music that I have been finding and, you know, handpicking out different ones that I actually really like. Like, one of my very favorite ones is one that you showed me is uh, the 
Last Christmas cover by Frank Turner. Mm. And it's one of my favorites because it's it's very cute and yeah. kind of sad. But just his voice is really nice. So yeah. it's nice to listen to. And I don't know. I'm I'm here for it though. Like as much as I fought it last month, I want to lean into it now yeah. because See, it's, and that's the thing is like I feel like it's like a I, saying, I can't lead into it immediately after no. Halloween like so many people do because then I just get burnt out and then it's not fun. You just need time, yeah, you know. Like, just gotta get into it when it's Christmas time. Yeah, let Christmas be. All fucking December. A whole month. That's a yeah. whole month. Right? Like, that should be enough. That's plenty. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Another one of my favorite ones is... Ah, oh, fuck. What's it called? I think it's An Angel Came Down or something. It's by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Mm. And it's basically about um, the angels learning about Jesus being born. I just, I, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is great. It's and I wish that people knew more than just the one song mm -hmm. that is on every commercial or like, you know, everybody use, you know, the Uses people who go their light all out for <laughs> like their lights and stuff and you can tune in and listen to it. Like they all use the one song yeah. and it is nowhere near their best song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I've been, I feel like they kind of like th just especially that song in the last several years like they've kind of picked up but like i've listened to them since i was for always because my mom has just listened to them for always Aww. and like i always remember like that's one of the songs though the i need to look at what an it's angel called. came down i think that's what it's called hmm. but like i just the man's voice hmm. is just so good i'll have to i don't want to get like copyright in trouble so i'm not gonna play it on here but i'll show it to you okay so you know which one i'm talking about yeah i mean i know do. you've heard it because it's on our playlist but, right but but i don't retain anything yeah. i'm like <laughs> i'm like a goldfish you have to show me something like 500 times for me to really understand anything i, mean, I feel that <clears throat> but yeah i just really like that song yeah also just like Instrumental covers of most Christmas songs are just... They're good. Yeah. I like instrumental covers of many songs. Yeah. Like, genuinely, I can listen to instrumental or singing. It, it just works really yeah. well, I think. Depends on, like, what I'm doing and what kind of mood I'm in, but... Yeah. yeah. And... Man, we were talking about singing in the group chat. I wanted... Because I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, I wanted to put it out there. I love listening to my friends' voices. Like... Same. I love the joy that they like, seem to be expressing. Okay. Can we talk about how satisfying it is every time we've been, like, driving around and we can get Emily to sing with us? <laughs> it's so satisfying. I, I don't want to, like, draw attention really to it. Yeah, I don't. She's very shy, but yeah. like, it it just it warms when, my heart when we all sing together because yeah. it's just an expression of pure joy and yeah. oh, I love it. And it is like, I think for many people, like singing in front of 
other people is like kind of a vulnerable act because everybody who's not like who doesn't do singing for like a hobby or their job or whatever is like really self-conscious about it yeah so like when you do get to a point where you can get your friends to be comfortable enough to sing around you it's just very satisfying yeah it's very wholesome it feels good yeah absolutely and like i've just i've accepted that i'm not the best singer yeah but i'm pretty like, sure i'm tone deaf but i'm having a good time yeah, but it's <laughs> joyful it's fun yeah. and, and it like feels good feels like camaraderie really yeah. it's, and it's just like like i i'm always singing to whatever i'm listening to pretty much yeah i used to get really self-conscious about singing in front of other people um i'm blaming my brother because I used to just, like, sing all the time when I was a little kid, and then I just remember I have, like, one specific memory of my brother, like, coming into my room and being like, shut up, you're so annoying! And then I just, like, stopped singing in front of people for no! a long time. It's because my brother's a bitch. That's awful. Yeah. That's so awful. Because, <laughs> anyway, but, like, so I just quit singing in front of people for a long time. But I'm, like... I... It's hard for me to not sing along to songs that I know. Mm -hmm. when i'm listening to music and it kind of got to the point like I, even when i was afraid to actually sing in front of people i was always just like mouthing the words because i just like it's hard for me to just not do that yeah and when i was working when i was lifeguarding we would always have the radio on and it just got to the point where i was just like a no one can hear me in this room unless i'm screaming mm -hmm. b everyone else in this room is screaming and it sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. And then it just is sort of progressed. And now everybody I work with who comes into receiving when I'm listening to a song I really like has to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can fucking deal. Yeah. I also sing along to instrumental songs. Like, there doesn't yeah. have to be words. I will sing songs that don't have <laughs> yeah. words. That's fair, too. I do the same thing. Um, I kind of... I have, like, the opposite, like, story because... The reason why I think I just sing to whatever all the time is because when my when I was growing up, my brother and I, he would like pick me up from school and we would have the house to ourselves for like quite a long time until like six o'clock when my mom got home. So uh, when mama or dad got home. So we would just like turn up the stereo. He'd plug in his phone or whatever, or like take out his CDs, and we would just sing together. And it was fun. We would just do our chores or our our uh, homework or whatever, and just just have the house blaring with whatever music. And we would just sing together. And we still sing together when we're just driving around in car or in our car or whatever just i don't know it's i love singing yeah and i know i'm not great at it but it's so fun it is and it's especially just... like with other people yeah because like where i was before i got off on a tangent like i so i'm always just singing whatever which so it's fun to do by yourself but then when you're like specifically just maybe it's just because this is where it happens the most or just because like the vibe when you're driving around is just yeah. different. But when you're like, everyone in the car is all singing along, it's, it's so just like good. feels so good. It's I even like uh, a couple years ago when when I did the vlogs when I went to Washington. Yeah. 
which uh for anybody who's listening who doesn't know i went to washington a couple years ago to visit my brother and sister-in-law and i couldn't bring any of my friends it made me really sad so i brought my camera instead (laughs) so that i could record whatever i was doing and make videos to show them but there were like several instances where basically we were just having like frank turner sing-alongs in the car (laughs) and i just was like yes I love that just your for, whole like, family everybody. is just like that. Because well, Frank and especially, Turner has been for us, too. Like, Yeah. Well, and especially Frank Turner, because it's, A, this Mason, this particular brother, is the one who introduced me to Frank Turner. <clears throat> and B, just, like, few, so few people know who he is mm-hmm. that just, like, when I can be in a group of people who all know the songs, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, yes. Yeah. I just, that was also... Did I... Did Emily and I just kind of like? Did we ever fangirl about that at Mason's wedding? Because he has just introduced Frank Turner to literally everyone that he knows. So they were playing Frank Turner songs like at the reception, and just everybody were singing and dancing to Frank Turner songs, and it was just like, yeah, (laughs) that was really cute. It's a good time. I I really wish that I enjoyed concerts like you guys do because that sounds fantastic yeah but i would probably have a bad time <laughs> you probably would yeah but it's a bummer that <clears throat> i'm too small to see anything or like participate so it's like i don't get the same experience yeah for me it also just depends on what kind of show yeah you're at too because like You know, I've been to so many Frank Turner shows or, like, Flogging Molly and Rise Against and stuff where it's, like, everybody, the whole, the audience is convulsing and Mm -hmm. it's just, like, it's, there's just a feeling to being at a punk show that is different to being at, like, a pop show or whatever. The only, like, non-punk, folk punk show I've ever been to was when Emily and I went to see Walk Off the Earth. Hmm. and it was so different (laughs) really because it just was like a there were a bunch of kids there which was just like wild because i'm just not used to that it shows because i'm used to being there with a bunch of drunk adults yeah you know in a fucking mosh pit and (laughs) whatever so what i'm getting from punk shows is that they're like your drunk family just like being feral pretty much yeah because (laughs) it's like that's one of the things that i love about it in no other setting can I be so okay with just being touched by so many random strangers and being, mm-hmm. like, so close to so many random strangers. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if I were just in a random crowd and people were acting like that, it would be horrible. But, yeah. like, you put us in, like, a venue listening to music that we're all vibing to and it's like, we, it's we family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll lift you up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, like, a certain camaraderie with that. Yeah. That sounds fantastic but i probably wouldn't have a good time (laughs) i get overwhelmed walking around in denver (laughs) like even with you guys there with me like during science trip i was like people hold my hand i'm scared to be fair denver sucks That is fair. That is fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's good things about Denver, and just I just don't like being in the city. Yeah, because I'm a forest goblin. You country and bumpkin. I want to live in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Concrete jungle, not for me. 
Oh boy. I think we should probably wrap it up before we make another two hour podcast. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> Is there something else you wanted to talk about? No, I just wanted to look at you. I mean, we can keep doing that. Okay. <laughs> We can get the mics out of the way. We can just cuddle. Ooh. Then I won't be able to look at you. We can get a mirror. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We made it one podcast without being horny. (laughs) (laughs) it it (laughs) It was a really long podcast. So, like, that was a feat, really. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye.